This and every episode of Algorithms is brought to you by the Comedy Content Collective. Follow the CCC on Instagram to keep up with the latest podcast memes. Every week, the CCC will feature one of its members here on Algorithms. This week's CCC feature is Photoshopped underscore AF, Joe Harris, and he is not a paedophile. Recently, he photoshopped Will Sasso as a centaur with wings and a crown flying through space holding a lightsaber. Relatable. If you aren't already following him and listen to us, we are super confused. Do us a favor and go follow him right now. You can find him primarily via Instagram.com forward slash Photoshop underscore AF. Or just look for his art in the feed of your favorite comedian. (laughs) David's calling. Damn it. Fuck my grandma. And welcome to Algorithms. I'm Nathan. And I'm Chase. And this is Algorithms. Awesome. So... This is our first show, and welcome first to Algorithms. Yeah, yeah. We've never yeah. done a show before, so I guess nope. this would be our first show. We've been uh, on shows. We've been on plenty of shows. So, Nathan, what is your plan for Algorithms? My plan for Algorithms is to have something go well once a week. And hopefully it will be this. If it's not this, I'm going to have to do something else. But hopefully this. And this should be a podcast about all the art that we do. It probably won't be because I'll probably rant too much, but hopefully you'll edit it all out. Exactly. Uh, I think to me, this show is going to be a good place for us to showcase our art, to talk about the friends that we've made through the art that we do for these podcasts, and also to talk about the different podcasts that we all enjoy together. What we do in the message group that we have is we talk about certain things that go on, funny things, expand on things, and this is probably a better outlet for it. And we feel like maybe everyone else should be privy to a little bit of the fun that we have in that message group. First off, we name the show Algorithms because we now live in a culture controlled by algorithms, as you all know. People, Exactly. And as artists, you know, we use social media as our portfolio. So we're constantly fighting these algorithms that decide whether you get to see our content or not. So the plan of this show is to kind of get to talk about our friends art, talk about the shows that we watch. I I guess we can kind of go through a list of podcasts that we listen to if if you'd like. Nathan, what do you listen to on a regular basis? Um, Mostly The Fighter and the Kid, uh, Tiger Belly. Joe Rogan podcast, um, Bert's Bertcast and Open Tabs, great podcast. Um, Andrew Santino's Whiskey Ginger, Ron Funch's podcast, Getting Better. Um, congratulations by Crystalia. Oh, there's loads. There's too many to probably name, but I'm assuming sure. that we pretty much listen to the same ones. And also, like we're really into Doctor Drew After Dark lately. Um, we're yeah. really excited for the way that that's going. We've, um, yeah, I think we are pretty much on the same page as we know. We are, we are listening to the same kind of podcast. I know from time to time I throw on a couple of different ones that aren't comedy. I'll listen to the Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. That does have some funny parts, but it is more of like interview. Same with the Dax Shepard Armchair Expert. I do like those interview type podcasts, but most of my art is related to like yours is, is mainly podcasts that are by comedians or at least comedy related so i mean other than an outlet for you every week um i know that you were having some other ideas for this show what what are you looking for um maybe out of future episodes so hopefully i'd like to amalgamate 
the personal jokes that we have on different things into a show where other people that love the podcast that we love can also get an onion jokes, see all the art that goes around for those different podcasts in one place on one show. Hopefully it won't be too long, so it won't take up too much of your time, but it will be the nice little handbook to go along with every other podcast that you listen to. Perfect. I think that's the best way of putting it as well. It's kind of like a, a little cheat sheet. If you don't have yeah. time to catch up on all the podcasts that you normally listen to, if you exactly. listen to ours, you'll get an idea of what's happened on all the podcasts. You see a little bit to. behind, a little bit behind the curtain kind of thing. And as you were saying before, we called it algorithms because we're always fighting that algorithm of what's trending, what's not. Um, even sometimes you don't know if it's to do with anything like that. Your post will go nowhere. Well, if we see that post and we like it, it's going to come on this podcast. So that's another way that we'll be fighting it. It's a bit like T2, and we're kind of like Sarah Connor. Okay, go on. I haven't fully thought that out. Okay. It was just something that came out of my mouth. But I promise you, one day, I'll explain. All right, I am writing that down. Or I might come back from the future to explain, which, in which case I've already done it, and I still don't know. Wow, that is... Too much. I'm still writing that down. T2, Sarah, Connor. Got it. Hey, Algorithm fans. I'm Joe, and this is Origin Stories. Yes, birth. Our birth. Our origin stories. Awesome. As superheroes. And as the superheroes we are, what is your origin story, Chase? Oh, man. So um, that's kind of, I don't really have too exciting of a story. I grew up in a very small town in central Missouri called Crocker, Missouri, town of a thousand people. Uh, more cows than there are people. There's not even a stoplight in the town. It's just one main road and a bunch of gravel roads that attach to it. So basically most every American movie that I've seen in the UK, you grew up in that town. Exactly, exactly. You know, a sheriff that doesn't put up with no nonsense, you know, that kind of... He doesn't. Yeah, he Most of our cops were drunk. Exactly. They didn't have billy clubs or whatever they use in Europe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, grew up in a small town, uh, went to the same kindergarten through high school. So I went to the school with the same kids all the way through. I don't really have any good stories about birth other than, you know, I, I was born in the hospital that I later worked in, uh, as when I worked at a, after I graduated high school, I started working at a residential treatment facility, you know, as like a psychiatric assistant helping kids that were there, you know, they had trouble parents or troubled childhoods and they would go to this residential treatment facility and it was in the same like labor and delivery ward that I was born in so that was kind of interesting do you have any cool origin stories yourself I do but just on the to bounce off your one okay the where I was born um is now a university and I went to that university so the building that I was born in I went and had classes in for multimedia design digital animation so very, very similar. similar. That's very, very similar. similar. I but think we're going to find a lot of times like that where we sync up yeah, on things. We we will sync up. Apart from obviously the the white the whiteness and the gingerness of you compared to me, that's the only difference. And obviously, you've stole my water. I've noticed you've stole my water bottle. There. Yeah, we did notice that my water bottle says Nathan for the video podcast listeners. Just before an- we started, I reached for it, and then it popped up on the Skype screen. And so Chase has said miles that he's just. He's just updated his Skype, and I'm thinking these features are just 
it's beyond whatever I thought it ever was going to be. So my origin story is that I am a twin, an unidentical twin, and I came out, and then my brother came out four minutes later. He was taking his time. Yeah. And basically, when I came out of the proverbial vagina, literal, literal vagina, um, I had no red blood cells in my body. Zero. Zero. That's a low so, number, I think. Yeah. But I don't think you can get lower, but I'm not sure because... Debatable. I, I've played the new Spider-Man game, and there's a guy called Negative Man, and I think that's what happens when you go negative of red blood cells. Oh, um, man. No, actually, when I was born, I owed people red blood cells. Oh, did you? I did. Right, okay. Did yeah. you manage to pay all your debts? Or? I'm still, still doing still. that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. To this day. Um, I feel sorry for you. Um, yeah, so what happens to someone that was born with no red blood cells? You get put in an incubator and on a machine where it breathes for you. So I was on that for maybe four months. Um, like a little baby iron lung? I was just in a little glass container. They couldn't really touch me without gloves and stuff like that, um, waiting for blood. A lot like your life now. basically. So... You live um, in a glass container. No one yeah. can touch you without gloves. You're constantly nope. waiting for blood. Can't go outside. Nope. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. All I want is blood. I'm just thirsting blood. So that's basically what happened was I they waited and waited and waited, didn't find any. And then finally they got me some blood, obviously, and now I'm alive, which is great. My heart stopped five times in that whole oh. process. So technically, I feel like I can say I've been to the other side. Yeah, and I think, honestly, if you're part cat, you only have like three lives left. What what happens after that? How how you said you were in the hospital for four months? Yep, four months. So, but once they found the thing, uh, the blood for me, did a bunch of transfusions until it obviously took, and then I could reproduce those blood cells myself. Um, and then once once that was happening, I could be removed and I could be a normal baby. But also, at the same time, my brother had um, splints on his legs. Wow. So basically, he, could, he was told that he wasn't going to be able to walk. But he can walk, which is good. Um, and I was blood. alive. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got blood. Wow. Just if anyone's listening, I want the commercial, you got milk, but I want you got blood. That's what I want. Um, Ooh, just, Photoshop ideas. Just putting it out there because I know there's a lot of Photoshoppers that are going to watch this. Like at least three. I hope because I'm going to watch it. At least, well, oh, okay. Have... So t- four then. Four. Okay. At least four. Cool. All right. So you don't have mm-hmm. any blood cells. Is this the end of the, the complications from this point in your young, young age? Up until we're eight. Yes, I think we're fine. Up until then, but what we used to do was, um, I've got photos actually, which if I can find, we can maybe insert, um, of me back at the the hospital as a baby. So when oh, I was like yeah. uh, six months, then one, then two, then three, we'd go back and we'd raise money for the ward that I that helped oh, me awesome. basically that yeah. that made me uh, that made me alive. In your old age, have you been back uh, since? Not to that hospital. It does no. not exist anymore because it's the university now. So, boy, oh, yeah, that's right. You did so go back. The, the only other time I, uh, I was like 
there was an issue was when I was eight. So it skips all the way till I was eight. I say, let's pick that up on next week's episode. And now our next segment is called Educating Chase. That's me. Bim, 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 bim. So now I've only, is... I've only heard that sound on the internet. Oh, the more you know, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah they only... didn't have that. No, oh, so I've only, it's an internet sound for me. Isn't that weird? There's that a sound a... That, that I've only ever heard on the internet. And yet, it's, it's only a meme it. to you. That's really yeah, funny. Exactly. It's only That's a meme great. To me. And it's not because of age. Oh, man. Damn. I Cultural differences. <laughs> this week on Educate Chase, we're talking about cows. We're learning about cows, Chase. And you did mention that there is cows and that there was cows that you have interacted with. Yes. Yeah, so, I grew up in a I grew up in a very small town, like I said, and it, yeah, we had a lot of cows. So I did grow so, up near farms. I had some cows in my backyard, even. Oh, so you know a little bit about cows? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so what do cows eat, Chase? They eat grass. No, hay, no, they don't. Corn. No. What do they eat? They chew grass. They chew corn. Do you know what they eat, Chase? What? I feel like if they're chewing the grass and the corn, aren't they going to eat it? No. No, 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 no. So basically what happens is they chew the, the grass, but they don't digest the grass. Okay. Because they have four stomachs. Yeah, I, I do. I vaguely understand the concept of the four stomachs. And each, and each stomach is for mm -hmm. one of the master races. So you've got Asian... Uh, like African, that sort of that sort of area, it's it's geographical, not skin based. Um, okay. Then you've got like Europe. Okay. And then the underwater things, things underwater. Oh well, yeah, of course, of course. And and basically, the cows devour souls. That's okay, why so... they have. That's why they have spots on them. They're each like a very terrible soul that has took took its toll on the cow. That's where, the the, where those black, yeah, the salt. So the ones that you see that are fully, like fully brown or they, they've had a hard life already. They could be, it could be a calf. It could be a sow. And you might be like, oh, that's a brown. That's because it's had so many souls. It's, it's usually the underwater ones. It's usually the underwater ones that are the yeah. worst for. Them. What, what does an underwater cow look like though? Or the. Oh, that's the stomach. It's an underwater stomach. Yeah, so the, the things that live underwater are like the Atlanteans and stuff like that. Yeah, their souls. That's Yeah, so they're the fourth stomach. Okay. And they're quite hard to digest for cows because cows are land creatures. As you'll know, the, the quadrupeds, uh, yeah. they live on land. And um, so they, they're the hardest for it to digest. But if you see, if you were to Google now, and I encourage everyone to do so, if you look at the anatomy of a cow, you've got the four stomachs. Okay. And then you've got the small, it's kind of, it looks like a seat. Okay. Almost yeah. even. Yeah. And then there's a small little person in there just working the, okay. the cow. Because the there... second thing you're going to learn today is a cow isn't a living being. It's, it's just a machine for processing souls for the, the goblins, basically. Okay. <sighs> Let, okay. So. Right, I'm going to be honest with you. When I said that I was going to teach you something, I should have looked it up a little bit more than I did, I think. Yeah. 
I kind of just brushed over. I feel things. like some of these things are true. Is it? Well, I kind of brushed over over it, and also I was also reading a few, a few weird like steampunk graphic novels at the same time, and it may have yeah just sort of meshed together with the information. But I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that I was accurate with with most of that. It kind of sounds like you opened the Wikipedia page to cows, right? I did do that, yes. Yeah, yeah. You started to read it, and mm-hmm. then you put on Will Smith's Wild Wild West mm-hmm. on television. It could have... I think it and, might have been a full Will Smith marathon. Okay, so that explains the master the, races, I think, um, as in, and, like, Men in Black, obviously. Yeah. And then, um, and then, uh, then, uh, the, the wild, wild west is where you got the little person in the seat, as yeah. I assume. And um, we all know about the most famous cow. And we do, we, we yeah. all know. The, yeah. The, the fresh bovine of Bel Air. Okay. So also that is a Will Smith thing. I don't, I feel like you completely got sure these two things. Sub- I'm sure that was a sub tab on oh, Wikipedia. I, I mean, I know how Wikipedia, but not always. You know, I'll anyone try, can edit. I'll try better. I'll try better right? for next. I'll try better for next week. I'll try better. Okay, so I'll try better. I'll try, you I'll try at least know where cheese comes from. Is that still from cows? Are we, are we allowed to talk about that? I, I thought this was educating Chase. Okay, well, I'm just checking. If you don't wash your dick for like weeks on end. If you and if you have foreskin, if you peel it back, that's what they call the the bit around there. It's got another name as well. I think it's called smegma. Okay. Also, you don't think that's the only place cheese comes from, do you? I don't. I don't really like cheese because of that. Fair enough. Fair enough. It must be a. It's like a British thing, I guess. We don't. Maybe. Really to... well, what's all the blue stuff? I've seen it. It's called Stilton. We don't have that cheese here either. Oh no! Okay, no. we don't have foreskin well, maybe... or that cheese, so we're—I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that is weird. Oh, so only certain cheeses are in because you must import all your cheese, then if no one's got foreskin. All right, our next segment is tummy time, and this is a little segment that we want to go through because Nathan and I found out as we got to know each other is that we both deal with some pretty serious stomach issues. Um, we we both spend a lot of time in the restroom, and. Um, it's something we've bonded over. So it's something that we, we wanted to find this part of the show as a kind of a segment to keep each other accountable. Um, mm-hmm. So we can kind of track our health, track what we've been eating and kind of just uh, use it as a way to, to look at each other in the eyes once a week and go like, you are taking care of yourself, right? A couple of years ago, I was drinking Jack and Cokes after work every night. That became a pretty normal habit for me. I was having a pretty stressful work life and I would come home every day and me and my uh, friend Stevie, we would send a picture of what we were drinking every night back and forth to each other. I was always drinking a super tall Jack and Coke and she'd be drinking a bottle of wine to herself. And uh, that became pretty common, drinking Jack every day. And then I started to have these weird stomach pains. Like I would get uh, almost like clicks in my stomach is how I would explain it. Like I would just right. be sitting there. I, I assume they were bubbles, you know, gas yeah. bubbles or something to that effect. But it would just really make me uncomfortable. I'd have to like constantly be shifting the way I'm sitting. I was okay. never comfortable. And then I started having moments where I'd be in the bathroom for hours and hours at a time. Mm. Uh, that, that was about a month or so. And then it 
progressed to the point where I would wake up in the morning in a cold sweat, just knowing that I have to run to the restroom. So I'd run to the restroom and I was, I was either going to vomit or, you know, my body said, get this out of you. I don't know yeah, what it is, but get it. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is, my body wanted it out. So, um, that really started to cut into my work because I would get to work and like get to work at six in the morning by six 30, I'm in the restroom throwing up or just every morning became a cycle. I'd have to go home from work and it got to the point where work came up to me and said, you have to go to the doctor. We, you know, you're, you're leaving work a lot. You're coming in late. You're, this is obviously becoming an issue. It's starting to, yeah. starting to affect your, your work. So I went to the doctor at that point, knew I was not very healthy, obviously at near mm. 400 pounds, six foot three. That's not a, not good for you. So the doctor put me on some, you know, high blood pressure meds, obviously told me I needed to go on a diet. Then that colonoscopy and endoscopy revealed that I had some diverticulitis in my intestines, which are just little pockets that things can get trapped in essentially. So they can get yeah. inflamed and that just causes all kinds of issues. I get blockage. I can, I can get a lot of, a lot of issues. If I don't take a lot of fiber, if I don't regulate my diet, I'm going to wake up in a cold sweat on the yeah. toilet. Have it's issues. going, to, it's, it's yeah. going to be, a, it's going to be a bad day. So I know you have very similar issues. It's something that I've, I've been able to keep control of with my diet. Uh, a lot of exercise as well. I have lost a hundred pounds. Um, CBD oil does make a big difference. Uh, you know, probiotics take probably 20 fiber pills a day because I don't like mixing it in my drinks and things mm -hmm. like, and I don't really have a, a high fiber diet. I am pretty picky when it comes to my food. Um, so I, I try to take vitamins and things to supplement my, my diet, but for the most part, I can keep it under control. I had, I had an issue this morning. I think it might have a little bit to do with my nerves as well. Cause I knew we were starting this podcast. So mm -hmm. I, I was waking up throughout the night and, you know, when I don't sleep well, it's always straight to my stomach for some reason. So it's, yeah. I think it, of course, a lot of it is anxiety as most people with stomach issues know if, if they have like a weird day, they're going to have stomach issues as well. So I know you have yeah. something similar. I know that you're you're actually finding a, a, you recently told me you found a podcast that helps you a lot as well. So I think if you go in a little bit to yours and yeah, tell us what um, you've been working on. Well, I was going to say like your stomach, I've seen throughout knowing different people that have different illnesses and meeting people on forums and stuff that the illness that I've had, I've had since I was eight. So I've had it for like 22 years and I've known I've had it for 22 years as well. So you, you're constantly trying to find things that will ease um, pain or discomfort and help you manage your day because a lot of lot of the time when people have chronic illnesses it's all about just getting through the day and getting on to the next day and yeah, and hoping that you've you've done as good this week as what you would do last week and a lot of people that i know that have illnesses it the diet is key yeah it, it all comes down to the stomach because as soon as something down there gets inflamed then it, it just it almost like sends little signals off to different parts of the body and will give you pains and aches that really shouldn't be there. The only way to regulate stuff like that is your diet. Yes, you can get pills and medicine and I, I take pills and stuff for it, the same ones that you do, I think. Um, yeah. And But really, the, the, the key is diet and that's the hardest thing, especially when you're older and you you have to do this because you're a bit set in your ways. You know what you like and what you don't like food wise. So it's harder to fully change your, your diet. So the, the podcast that I'm 
I have listened to called the ME show, um, which is about people who have the same illness that I have and similar illnesses. Um, they explained a few things about diet and stuff like that and the way certain people that have certain types of the illness, some don't have inflammation, others they'll just have uh, chronic tiredness and uh, pain but not inflammation along with that pain. Um, and so diet's always key. So I'm hoping yeah. through looking at some of the the, the stuff online through, through that podcast, um, after listening to some of the doctors that have been on there, that I'll be able to find a diet that'll suit me because my issue is with my doctor, I've got the greatest GP in the world, greatest doctor to go and see, but he can't do anything for me. <clears throat> and they haven't been able to for like 10 years. They, they put you on medication that um, regulate symptoms, but they don't yeah. get rid of the illness. Um, it's just managing. So, yeah. and I don't know if the way doctors work over there, but they can't, they can't, um, di- they can't give me a, a diet plan. Oh yeah. Um, we can, they can kind of work on diet plans here and you can obviously, you can go to a specialist and, and get something like that as well. That's but the thing. As, yeah, it's, it's always something separate than your doctor, which is just, yeah. you know, it's, you're just going down more and more rabbit holes. It feels like at that point. Um, I, I think money as well, I'm money. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it got to the point where I felt like I was at the doctor's office too much. It was just like, I understand that it's going to take a while for us to figure this out. Let me. So I, what I did was I went down to what they call the, the brat diet or whatever. It was bread, rice, apples, and toast. Or okay. I don't remember what the tea was because bread and toast doesn't really make much sense. Banana. Yeah. Banana, okay. rice, Banana. apple, and toast. Banana yeah. was the tea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Tanana. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I went very down to that basic diet. Then it was... I wasn't really liking that. So what I switched over to is I actually went six months where I was just eating oatmeal. That was all okay. like literally all I was eating. And that's where I lost the majority of my weight. I think the that was the big catalyst for me was once I lost the weight, I was able to get out of the house and walk and start to be yeah. active. And that just really starts to get your ball rolling. Once you start to yeah. be active, it's like you're just sitting around the house like I could be out walking right now. It's so yeah. much easier just to get out of the house. And you walking around San Francisco where I live is it's gorgeous. So I always have something good to look at. There's always good food out there as well. I have good options when I leave the house. It's not like I'm going to be stuck with McDonald's like I would be yeah. in my old, you know, my hometown. The closest yeah. thing we had was Taco Bell and McDonald's. So here we've got great options for for anything. So I I'm glad I'm in a good spot and I I feel like I'm healthy. I've had a couple of weird ones this week, but uh, I think we're on the right track for sure and I I think that I think you you're doing well as Right, as well as I can be. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I I use CBD oil um, every day. Um, I make magnesium oil, oh, um, cool. which is use magnesium flakes and just hot water, and then you put them in these little spray bottles. Just shake them up, and you just—it's like a little gel. It feels more like a gel, the the yeah. consistency, and you just rub it on your belly. It just gives you a little bit of extra magnesium because a lot of people don't know that if they are magnesium deficient. So it's good yeah. to check test so i made some to test and it helped it helped me with sleep so i just kept doing it um that's awesome and, yeah. Uh, yeah i take magnesium every day that's a big I, one for me i found out that once i started taking magnesium i was getting a lot longer sleep like periods of sleep were longer like i could take yeah, melatonin it's, it's for a long time 
melatonin by itself got to the point where I was taking too much, where I couldn't sleep. Even with melatonin, I felt like I was just sitting there in a weird daze. Then I started adding magnesium to it, switched it. Like I, all of a sudden I was getting like, which sounds small for most people, but four to six hours, which is a yeah, big chunk. Which for is, me, a, so. yeah. The, the, yeah. The main thing with, with medication, and I know that over there, there's, you've got big issues with it. Yeah. But, but from a personal point of view, anytime I've had to take antidepressants or um, even the codeine that I take now, at the amount I have to take, it just leaves you completely, you're not yourself. There's this film between you and what's actually yeah. happening. So you have to think like triple as hard to do things. And with my other symptoms, it's really hard to do that. So I kind of tried to scale back the medication completely and just go what some people call the all natural route or supplements yeah. or whatever. But for me, it's well, what works. So, yeah. you know, no, I think that's, that's the key is really just finding what works for your body. And it is a long process. It's yeah. not as simple as just taking the first recommendation the doctor gave you or, no. you know, something your grandma told you it's sometimes take some time for yeah, some people. Sure. But, yeah, That'd be great. I, I yeah. feel awesome. Those people are awesome. Good for them for sure. Cool. I think that's a good place to start for this week, and cool. uh, we can readdress this every week, kind of come back to tummy yeah. time and see how we're doing. What's up, Algorithms fans? I'm David Corbo of the Where I Belong podcast, and this is Podcast Current Events. The way I remember my current events is through my art. I do a thing on a Sunday, if anyone follows me on Instagram, where I put all my posts for the week, and then I can tell exactly what podcasts i've seen and who's been on what podcast and this is essentially an audio and video version of that um so last week we had um the fighter and the kid and they had on andrew schultz and they also did their regular one-on-one -on -one podcast where it's just brendan and brian um where we learn obviously that brendan isn't fond of people with mental incapacity issues i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it like that yeah um but obviously it was a joke but for sure you know um and then the on congratulations uh it was called oh dark 30 the episode great episode talking about his own uh his opener and how he stood in caca yeah that was a fun story for sure um which i'm I've stood in poo a lot, so yeah, we've all been there. I was I was related to it straight away. Sure. Um, also, we had the third episode of Doctor Drew, which was Bobby yeah. Lee. Yeah, I'm loving Doctor Drew. That show is so good. Love it. Yeah, it's and... just his his uh, the way he his nature as a doctor. Yeah, comes across really well in podcast form. Yeah, and it's so like his overreactions to people like Terry, and you know he's he's so the opposite of of Bobby and you know and Tom. So it was really good to see his dynamic against those two, and I I love seeing Bobby on any podcast. Any chance I get to see Bobby Lee in front of someone else, it's always great. And uh, that's that's why I thought it was funny because on most podcasts you hear Bobby goes deep on most mm -hmm. podcasts, so it's like. Now we ha now he has to. This is the this is the podcast where he has to go deep, and it's yeah, just and funny can, seeing him like. You get it out to squirm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
It's so funny because usually he uses that as almost a defense mechanism. Like people well, he's will be, in control, isn't it? Yeah, he's exactly. In control of it. Yeah, so he's almost like forcing it on you. But Doctor Drew wants to hear that stuff. So when you start to yeah. tell him, he's like, "Oh, you, you're oh. gonna diagnose me? I don't like that. I don't want to hear that for sure." That, w- that was a really good episode. Loving what Doctor Drew is doing for sure. Doctor Drew After Dark for those who haven't had a chance to listen. It's a from your mom's house production. So it's one of those, you'll see it on the YMH pot, uh, YouTube channel and you can also find it where all the podcasts are found for sure. Yep. Um, I was on where I belong as well last week. Oh yeah. You were there with David, uh, with David Lee Corbin called something like that. Close enough. I, the name of the Cobbs. host is never important. What's um, really important is the show that you were yeah. on. Just yeah. mainly the episode um, that you were on. Well, yeah, I brought like normally when I see shows, it's really good. The guest is really good, and they, they like it. Just it's a re- he's really good at what he does. Yeah. So and, and it comes across really well. But when I come on, I just feel like I bring it to that, you know, the up upper level. Like I just raise it up, the raise the upper roof echelon kind of for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I basically just talked absolute shit on it. I love it. Yeah, I, I consider like, you know, that TFK, great show. It's a good show. But when Chris D'Elia comes on, it's a whole new level. So That's you're the like the of, Chris D'Elia of yeah. Where I Belong podcast. Well, yeah. Let's just put it this way. It's the world record of Where I Belong. It's the longest podcast he's ever done. So take, and it's, take it. And you also have the record for yeah. the most appearances on the show, too. I didn't. I've just thought, yes, I do, actually. So that's two I mean, records. So Yeah, when, when is he going to send me, like, a present? That's a good point. At least, like, some bit of money or compensation a or... Diamond play button or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what he gives out as presents. Frog spawn? Got to be something like that. But yeah. we do know that this week is Bleach. Another banger of a guest. Yeah, Bleach Media Official. We all know that Bleach Media Official is doing some awesome work on his Instagram. If you're not following that, definitely go over there and check it out. He's doing those bobblehead videos that Crystalia shares. You see, you know, Theo Vaughn will he's share. He's just a it. great editor. He's yeah, just a he's... great editor. Whatever video he touches, it's 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 funny. It's it's the one that he did for um, the Brody Stevens video that he did with the congratulations like um sound of, of crystalia talking about it and stuff like it had depth to it so and you can see that throughout all these videos but that was a very uh specific one where you could be like yes i'll watch that and that's what it's about you can see a piece of him in in the video and he did it really well i thought he did it really well yeah no he's doing really awesome footage right now he's building worlds in his videos now it's not just like putting faces on top of other clips he's building world he did that game of thrones one that was like factions of different podcasts and bobby lee was near it was brilliant so if you guys don't follow bleach media official get on there and you can listen to him right now on where i belong podcast wherever you can find podcasts so that's it for where i belong and we saw that whiskey ginger andrew santino had a solo pod this week yeah, I didn't quite catch that. Yeah, man. I've got it. It's it's in there to watch, but I'd seen that some people said that it was quite emotional and stuff, and he went through a few things on the pod, and I just need to be in the right place before I watch it because I know that he's so good at, at speaking his mind and getting his emotions across, even with comedy or 
just talking straight that I just know that it's probably going to hit me in a certain place that I need to be ready for before I watch it. Yeah, I'll give you a fair warning. That one is pretty touching. It's a lot like the Crystalia one. They they go into some pretty sad moments, and mm-hmm. you know, you're right. I'm really surprised. I mean, not surprised, but I'm really impressed with Andrew's show. That podcast came out of the gate strong with the first episode with Bobby yeah. Lee. Then, I mean, that's right there. It's like hitting it with a bottle rocket right off the start. So it's yeah. definitely... I guess red rocket, not a bottle rocket. So, yeah. Well, you you'd know because you're thick, Santino, aren't you? I didn't want to get into that. Yeah, that is a a common. Well, it's actually not that common anymore. Luckily, now that you've brought it back no. up, it will I'll be. Br- but yeah, I'm bringing it back. Bring it back. In the CCC chat, they do call me Thick Santino from time to time, which is yeah. a lot of fun. Oh, really man. appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going on from there, we had Ron Funches had Christopher Titus. Christopher Titus is a legend of comedy. He goes into some deep stories about working with the network, how he was fired from his show Titus. Um, really interesting stories. And Ron Funches, that podcast is a different level of comedy podcast. It's not, it's not yuck yucks from start to finish. He's not there for a silly goose time. He is really talking to these people about the what makes them better. The show's called Getting Better, and it's about your journey and about feeling uh, a little bit better about yourself. You know, if, you, if you're having a tough time, it's a good podcast to put on and, and experience that other people go through tough times as well. Yeah. Um, then what else do we have this week? I, I know uh, you were a big fan of uh, Joe Rogan had uh, the Twitter de- debate. Um, he also had... It was so good. <laughs> Twitter debate was interesting for sure. I, oh, man, Tim Pool, he, he went after those guys, didn't he? I mean, you kind of have to if you get put on yeah. that sort of stage and, and the way that everyone reacted to the first um, podcast, which I didn't feel like there was any anything wrong with. Um, it also depends on how you see the podcast. Like, how do you see a big podcast? Do they have a responsibility yeah. to be a certain way? Well, apparently Joe Rogan's does. And yeah. in a way, he succumbed to the pressure. But at the same time, I think he felt that he could go deeper, so why not? Why not bring some more people on and go deeper on the issue? And I thought it was really interesting. I found it really interesting. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I th- I thought Tim got a little aggressive at some points, but by the end of the podcast, I think they all kind of saw the same level. Kind of evened out. It kind of evened yeah. out, didn't it, towards the end? Um, yeah, I think that they they were both coming at it head to head, and then it started to really swell down by the end. And by the end of it, they were. It seemed like Tim was starting to come around to feeling that he understands that it's a bigger platform. It's a worldwide platform. It's not something yeah. that can just be solved with the U.S.'s problems. We, he has to, they have to solve double, world problems. It's a double-edged sword, though, because after, like, after something like that, you've got Tim Pool, who could maybe change his view slightly. But then the two people are sitting across from him, and they could change their views, but it's a company at the end of the day. They're not the yeah. owners of the company, really they've got other things that they've got to think about. So I, I don't think anything was going to change on that side of the table at all. Yeah. Or the only reason people maybe watched was to either see them get a ribbon off Tim or to maybe just get a bit more insight into how things work. Um, not change it, but just know. Because I think that's a main issue with a lot of social media and stuff like that, or any sort of um, system. If you don't know how it works and it's on the the front of it, it seems a certain way, then how are you going to ever know or, or change your mind or, or, or 
be with that system and, and move with it rather than moving against it, you know? Oh, for sure. And I think that they handled it really well. It, it didn't get too crazy. Definitely didn't get as wild as the Alex Jones episode. I, I think that, I'm still honestly, I think, exactly. I think the Alex Jones episode really set a bar so high that everything that happens after it is just going to feel it, like. It didn't, it didn't. Because say if they did that episode again tomorrow, I'd be bored of it. Oh, yeah. I'll look at it that way. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, yeah like, for sure. It, it, was a, it was a lot. And the quanti- the quality of it was good. But it was like, um, it was probably like me when I was about 15, 16 you know what I mean? Really, yeah. Two pumps and a squirt, you know, like just really the all at once, just all of my energy in one thing and then, oh, then release and then, you know. For sure. Yeah, and it was kind of one note for the whole episode. It was just, this oh, is yeah. extreme, this is, so it, it was it good got, to get kind got, of a. It, it kind of, there was a, there was a small, like it got a little bit harsher as it went on. Yeah. Yeah. It and did I, actually grow, but it was still It like, was probably the oh. tobacco the tobacco really kicked in and by well, the end of he it he wanted it he really yeah, wanted it he really wanted it <laughs> that wanted ping it. you saw that ping trip video right the edit that ping trip did of the 100 percent tobacco if you haven't yes, seen yes, it yes, 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 definitely yes, head, yeah. head over to ping trip he's a legend in the game for sure um and then just now today lennox lewis came on with russell peters on joe rogan uh-huh i, I didn't have a How chance to watch all of it i watched it? I watched just a little bit of it today. Uh, Joe made a lot of comments about other fighters and would be like, uh, oh, man, he had the best body in boxing. Lennox Lewis would be like, okay, okay. Uh, but Russell Peters is there, and you know Russell Peters can fight. We just saw that clip of him a couple yeah. of weeks ago just choking that guy well, out. Well, we the- yeah, we don't know if he can fight. We know he could definitely wrestle a man's arm from behind. Exactly. exactly. In a puffer hey, jacket. Hey, sometimes so- that's all it takes, right? Well, it's either how do you do jujitsu? Do you do you no gi, gi, or puffer jacket in a jewelry store? They're the three types of jujitsu, and Ooh. it seems like he's concentrating on the third one a lot more than anyone else. It's like Boston jujitsu. It's not Brazilian. It's it's a <laughs> exactly. different BJJ. It's way more practical. That's awesome. Um, and just rounding out the end of these, it looks like we had Church of What's Happening Now with. Joey Diaz had Nick Tertero, the actor, on there this week. So that's a not a comedian, but I think that would be a really good episode for you guys to check out because anything that Joey Diaz touches is going to be good. So we know it's all prob- gold. probably going to see Lee pass out at some point in the episode. Oh, wait. I'll not see him. <laughs> oh, that's good point. Good point. Um, speaking of Lee, I think we uh, yesterday or day before. The- yeah, I think so, yeah. I signed yeah. up. I signed up. Did you sign up? I signed up as well. And what we're talking yeah, about baby. is the Podcasters Clubhouse, which is Lee Syatt's new little hangout for podcasters. So I know the two of us signed up. I know David has signed up, and I'm sure Mikey is already a member. So I'm sure we're gonna. I hope. Hopefully, we can get some CCC members in the group so we can have a little a little faction of CCCers gonna, in there. It's all gonna depend what it is, really, exactly. isn't it? Yeah, it kind of is open ended at this exciting, point. Exciting though. Exciting. Uh-huh. Very exciting. Yeah, Lee's a a brilliant mind, so we'll see where it goes from here. Now that we've gone over the current events, we want to talk about our contest for the week. So every week we're going to do a Photoshop contest. Uh, You can make a meme. You can make a Photoshop edit. You can make a video. Anything that you'd see from one of us, we want to see what you guys can make. So this week I think we're going to do Burt Kreischer. So we're looking for – and. 
I know it's so easy to make a Burt Kreischer meme. Obviously, you can put him on Hitler's body. You can yeah. put him on the 600-pound man's body. And it all, yeah. I mean, sometimes you can't even tell it's not a real photo because it just kind of makes sense on all those positions. But, so fat and racist, yeah. Exactly. But this week, we're thinking something different. We're going Outside to do... the box. Exactly. We're going to do opposite day. So, we're doing anti-Burt. And can, you ex- can you explain anti-Burt to the people, Nathan? Yeah, Treb. We're going to call him Treb. Um, Treb. Basically, That's backwards for anyone that can't get that. We all know that the Burt is fat and racist. So we'll use them and we'll go to the polar opposite. And I want to see the edits, the photos, the art, whatever, you, whatever it is you want to make. I want to see the polar opposite. I want to see him doing nice things for people. I want to see him not being like a large wasteful piece of shit um i just whatever the opposite of what he is that's what i want to see and i just can't stress this enough he's fat and he's racist of course of course we all know that so what we're going to need let's see oh wait hang on wait we maybe we maybe we should just preface that 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 gets said on another podcast and we're just copying what they say yeah, of course. That's not what that's not what we think. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's fat and racist, for sure. No, no, not me. <laughs> no, personally. But oh. everyone knows he's fat and racist. Yeah. So yeah, other yeah. people, but it's not something I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that they know. Verified that he's fat and racist. They, and we're just repeating what they've said. It's the verified so, tick on fat and racist. Yeah. We don't even have to mm-hmm. say allegedly. We're just saying that someone else has verified someone else that this is the definitely case. Definitely found out. Yes. Cool. Exactly. So yeah, let's see Bert on Jesus's body. Let's see eat Bert eating a salad. Let's see Bert drinking water because we know that if it's water, it's going to have something else he in might it. Be so. sick. If it was, if it was, if he, you saw him actually drink water, he might be sick. Bert you taking know? supplements. Bert, you know, uh, anything. We're we're going to need you to do that. We're going to need you to send them to us. And the way to send them to us is simple. You can either DM them to Algorithms Podcast on Instagram. You can do hashtag anti-Bert and make sure you tag us in that photo. So if you're going to post this straight to your Instagram account, make sure you hit hashtag anti-Bert and tag Algorithms Podcast on Instagram. And we'll take a look at these and we're going to decide we'll for next week's them. episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're going to take a look at all of your art. We're going to pick the best one or maybe even a few of the ones we like, and we're going to feature them on next week's episode. So that's kind of an opportunity for you guys to join in on the fun. So uh, send it in. It's not all about us, you know? Yeah, we definitely don't want this to be all about us. We're trying to build a community. And the best way we think we can do that is to showcase some of your art. So go ahead and tag us in it. Hey, Algorithms fans. I'm Jenna, and this is the Comedy Content Collective Love Bomb. Every week at the CCC, we do a love bomb. I think the first one we did was Ryan Sickler. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But every week, we would pick a comedian. Sometimes we do it for smaller comedians to get them a little bit more uh, notoriety or just because we like their stuff. Sometimes it's big comedians. Um, This week, we chose Kelsey Cook um, at Kelsey Cook Comedy on Instagram. Uh, she's the host of Wrists of Fury on All Things Comedy on YouTube. Love that show. That show is so um, good. The premise alone is unique and no one else is doing anything like it. 
explain Plus, for the people who haven't seen it. What what is the show? Basically, she uses her wrists on other comedians furiously. I feel like there's more no, to it. No, no, yes. Okay. She's from a foosball playing family. That's She's crazy. like a foosball champion. And she plays foosball with um, guests that she has on the show. And she completely and utterly destroys them. Completely And it's great. Them. It's yeah. great. It is really funny. The one with Josh Wolf was really good. Um, I think she had... Who else did she had on there recently? Sam, she my, one of my favorite ones is the one with Sam Tripoli. He was really <laughs> good on it. That was really good. Yeah, no, and it's good because it's if you like seeing fragile masculinity just destroyed in front of you, this is where you're going to want to watch because this is so funny. so funny. She she will give them four points and then still beat them to five. It's crazy how, how good she is. So that's one of the things she does. She also has a podcast called self helpless with Taylor Tomlinson, Delaney Fisher, other great comedians. And, um, they, on that podcast, they review self help materials, different gurus and, and things like that. And they talk about their journey with self help and how much they, you know, it's either helped them or it's hurt them in the, in the past. So that's a great one. And as always, you can go to her website at KelseyCook.com. And if you want to see where her dates are for her comedy shows, go to KelseyCook.com's forward slash tour. Uh, I know she has quite a few shows going, coming up this year, so you definitely want to check those out. So this segment of Algorithms is shout-outs. All right, so every week we are going to give thank yous and shout outs to people that we've seen on the internet that have really stood out to us, people that have helped us out in the past or that have been, you know, just helping us out recently. So, first on the list of shout outs today is Davey Corbo. Where I belong, podcast host and frog king, the man himself. He has us on all the time. Hopefully, at some point, he'll come on this. He is the man, the myth, the legend. He has holes in his ears that he doesn't know about. They're just said, there. Yeah, and he said that if he stops touching them, they'll turn into little cat butts. I thought that was it so was cute. weird. It, it was, was weird so and weird. cute. It's weird and cute. All right, and the next person we want to talk about is Colin Metzger. Voice monster edit. The man. Oh, right. So when we asked him, we asked him to help a little bit and, and do a few little edits for us with his impressions. And he came through big time. So every time you see an intro, you'll probably see a little bit of him in there. Just check him out on Instagram. Then we've got Revamp. Revamp. He, our revamps, um, he is the, I like to, I just call him our revamps. Um, he is the rapper musician extraordinaire that did our intro song and probably our outro song uh which the the story to that behind that is that we did a diss track together on chase i did a little animation it's, a, it's up there on instagram if you if you care to find it um and uh he did an amazing job of just basically giving us something that reflected us to be able to use as an intro for the podcast Love it. Next for the shout outs is Jenna Sundy. Um, I'm not sure if we should shout her, her out because she's very sensitive about people shouting at her. So I think we should whisper this one. Okay. She's one of the nicest people I've ever met she's really on the nice. internet. She's really nice. Um, her work is um, possibly the best VFX I've ever seen. And she 
tells me that it's not even the best that she could do. Which blows my mind. Yeah. Some of it is so good, I can't even stomach it. But, yeah, but that's, that's part of Tommy time, though, isn't it? Uh, but, also, she was on the Where I Belong podcast, and she was really good there as well. So if you look at Where I Belong podcast, you'll find an episode, and she'll be in it. She's amazing. Jenna. All right, next shout-out is One by One. Okay, so should we increase the volume for this one, or should it just stay normal? Or it's good. I think the volume's good here. Okay, okay. Um, Mikey Klein, the man. I always say the man when they're a man. I just realised that I've said it for every man that I've had the. Good point, Jenna the woman. Yeah. I want to remind you, Jenna the woman. <laughs> I have to obviously first know their gender and say it out loud before I speak about them. It's just a little OCD thing that I have. Um, he's got his own podcast called The One by One Podcast. And although I haven't seen many episodes lately, if you go back and listen to the other ones, they are classed. He's got a range of guests on from comedians to other podcasters to musicians. Um, I think he's a musician himself. And I notice he always goes on, um, puts on Instagram live when he's at like open mic nights and stuff like that. And that's really good content to listen to and watch as well. You get to see cool bands doing covers or doing their own original music. And he also does certain things for Joey Diaz. So he's, he's in the community that we're in for sure. He's a good dude. And of course we talked about photoshopped as fuck at the beginning of this episode, but I want to bring yeah, him up I again to, for sure. Yeah, I need to have a go at him really for having that hair. So basically the way he's got his hair at the moment, it like comes out at the back. He showed me it before and I said that I would chop it off. Exactly, exactly. So I say that every time I see his work that I'm always like, like I almost feel like I have to step up another level just to be in the same group as him, which is, I mean, that's probably the best compliment that I can give to another Photoshopper for sure. He puts out solid work. Everything he does for Santino and Ryan Sickler and those guys, anything he puts out is, is going to be top quality work. Also as a person though, he's such a great guy and I get on with him really well and I just... If he ever wants to, you know, get married or anything like that, I'm here, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I think you'd be a beautiful couple. Thank you. Yeah. And then speaking of Josephs, we got another Joseph in the group. We've got Joseph Faria, Faria, for... Fori, Faria. Whoa. Faria. I, didn't, I didn't even know it was Irish. Yep, wow. it is. Yep. Uh-huh. Cool. Yep. What else can you tell us about him? Um, he is the one of the funniest guys that I know. Um, his music is amazing. Oh yeah, did Christina just share something of his? Yeah, the, she did. But I just mean in general. Like he's he sent me music before. He he does little videos and stuff, and he doesn't really put that stuff up on his Instagram. So I don't think you're going to see much of that apart from the maybe the YMH bit that he's done. But I just wanted to put that in there because. I think he's class at that. But also, he does the memes. He's got the meme game. The meme game is strong with this yeah. one. And yeah, also, no. his, his last name's Irish as well. Yeah, for sure. And I think that he always hits the nail on the head. It's always classy work. He never puts out something that's it's below grade. It's always something shareable every time, which is, which is always good to see. And then the next one on our list we have is just another iPhone. Okay, well, let me just preface this with he's not just another iPhone, okay? 
right? I think that he name is, is we need to upgrade the name. Just the best iPhone. It's just an it's very ironic. Um yeah. and his his artwork's just amazing. I've collaborated with him a few times just because I wanted to be in the same space as him because he's that good. Um and like you said before with with Joe's work, it it just makes you want to step your game up and, and be a better artist yourself. So he does that to me. All I see his stuff all the time, and it just inspires me all the time. And his stuff isn't just always comedy or podcast based. Sometimes it's it's very like um, philosophical and profound. Yeah, um, for sure. And I love his use of color as well. The 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 way he does things. Um, yeah. It's just so clean unique. lines. Yeah, clean lines. Really. It's always marketable. He he doesn't put out anything that that is second best it's always and i think his his website is rosati designs i think that's yeah that's rosati brand that he's got yeah yeah for sure adam's a good dude um and one of the newest members of the ccc is emma terry emma the monster and she's a monster because her work is amazing everything that she does is clean um she has like a specific style but at the same time can do different mediums within that style so it's just whenever I see something and I think, oh, that looks a certain way, I always feel like she could maybe do it better, like from just from looking at her stuff. Yeah. Um, and she just has a unique take on things and the way that she composes her images and uh, what she has in it and the scale of it. She just does it really well. I've, I'm, not many people do that I've seen. Um, and obviously she has the same interests as us. So it's great seeing our favorite podcasters and stuff in that light and in that way. Yeah, for great sure. She's, she's a great addition to the team. You can find her at Emma T underscore art on Instagram. If you want to see any of those new collages she's doing, the one that she did of JRE is amazing. So I highly recommend that. Next on the shout outs is right hand arm man. He has a right hand, right? And an arm, so that the hand is on the end of the arm. Yeah, he is—he's one of those um, meme machine guns, as I like to call them. Yeah, where it's just do, 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 do. he will pepper you with every meme that you have ever thought of, and they'll all be decent. They'll all have good little vibes, but they'll all come from different, slightly different angles. So he basically covers the whole spectrum of whatever subject that he's doing, gets them out there quick, nice. Um, could like short and concise ways. So if you see something, like he'll get it, he'll get it done really quick and have a a, a really uh, smart meme out yeah. really quick. Um, and I just it, I love his stuff. He's good. Yeah, the only problem I have with him is it's a lot of the times the the memes will come out faster than I see the podcast because he's so <laughs> quick at it, for sure. Um, next on the list is Robbie Rob, Detective Designs. Yeah. Um, solid dude for sure. Yeah, he does great designs, um, and he's a detective. Yeah, I mean that's a twofer. Exactly. Um, I always find that he, when he draws his stuff, it's very accurate, but whimsical. So he's got this kind of fun way that he does things, where it looks great, but it's also got like a fun vibe to it. So it it works really great for like logos or. Um, banners and stuff like that that and i'm seeing he's been doing some logos recently and stuff like that um for for different podcasts that's sorry did an eric griffin one that that he was maybe trying out to see if that looked good yeah. he's just he kills it every time he does it 
it doesn't come out his work doesn't come out as much as I'd like it to because I like seeing his work but yeah you know some of it takes a lot longer yeah exactly and we can't have everything you know we can't have everything but you know what we can have ghost face ghost face be the one ghost face be the one also known as warped photos yep there we go so warped photos is his photoshop account yeah, Where? and Ghostface be the one is the um, drawing. He does a lot of uh, yes, digital drawings. Digital painting is the best way to put it. Very good, very good stuff. I've I've seen him do the. I think my favorite one that he did was of Tom Segura, and then he got someone to animate the back of it, and it just it made it even more eerie. Was it, wasn't it was that just, Jenna? Was that the first was, Jenna? I think it maybe was actually. I think that was, and I think that was the one that got Ghost into the group too. As he did that, uh, the Tom yeah, Segura yeah. killed the barista, and then the background had some things going on in the background as well. So, yeah, I think that was Jenna. So that might be one of the early collaborations between those two. Yeah, but well, it was just one of the favorite ones that I did, um, oh. and he's a good dude. Um, always up for a laugh. Um, yeah. yeah. For sure. And then we've got Memes of Reality, one of the other new members of the group. Okay. We we need to do, we need to have a long talk about him. I know. Cuz I'm I'm just I'm concerned that he he's putting stuff out and it's too good. That's what I'm concerned about. Okay. Yeah, and that could actually be just as bad as putting out bad material. Exactly. I I might have to ask him to start putting rubbish material out. I'm down. Uh, I say after this podcast, you send a message to means a reality, and he's you really say, good. He's really good at tracking on videos, and he's getting better. Yeah, um, at doing it, and it, it just the way he comes at things. He's got a different way of coming at it. Um, he's a real fan of comedy, and obviously, it, whenever he's, we're talking to him and stuff, he's out at comedy shows and stuff like that. So you can tell he's a real connoisseur of the the art of comedy, um, and that translates into the memes that he does really. And a solid dude, always nice, always laughing, having a good time. L- literally every time we get a voice message from him, it's half laughter and you, half talking. You, were, you weren't in it, but I've had a few video calls with him that you haven't joined into. And I think one of them is in an Uber, and we were just laughing our heads off the whole time. It's so funny. Yeah, he's a solid dude. All right, next on the list we have Magnum Memes. So basically... I started doing memes in 1987. You yeah. did? Yeah, 1987. That's not a long 1887, time 1987. I was about to so say it's not that long. No. It's not that long. Um, and back then, we, we used to carry pistols with us everywhere. Mm-hmm. And memes were basically just scrolled on the side of walls, and people would come and view them. And then families would come, and you'd, you'd walk past your favorite meme wall and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and like one me- of the meme hieroglyphics. Exactly like that. Yeah. And one of the best guys of doing that that I met, um, obviously, we all carried pistols and stuff like that. He had a very specific pistol, was Magnum Meme. And um, yeah, so that's how I met him in, that, in 1987. That's impressive. I met him um, on Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, a little different, a little different. He was posting pictures. Yeah. No oh. guns. Yeah, oh, right. okay. but um, yeah, so you might you might even want to follow him yourself. He's posting a lot of stuff on Instagram. Oh no, we talk on that yeah. uh, Instagram thing. I think um, okay, occasionally we we have we have little chats. 
you know, I'm going to mention someone that is not in the chat, but is oh, okay. still an honorary member of the group. Okay. And that cool. is, oh my Jesus. The YMH champion, as I like to call him. Always killing it with the YMH memes. Always. Always. Whenever I see something up, I always, I always think, damn, I, I should have thought of that. I should have thought of that angle. He's just so quick with it. He's just so quick with it. He, he knows that podcast yep. inside and out. He knows every all part the rest of it, of and work. he knows exactly. He's like on the pulse of Todd and Christina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like he knows exactly what makes both of them laugh. He sends it to them, and it's up immediately. Almost everything he posts about your mom's house is going to be shared on one of their accounts. It's, it's incredible, and and of course, such a great dude. What a nice guy. Uh, always, always, nice. always, exactly. And every time we share something of his, he always says thanks. He's always really excited to see it. He's definitely just a solid honorary honorary member of the ccc for sure going down the list um another person that i wish was in the chat more is andy singer of bearded humor him and donnell rawlings have been killing instagram lately just the level of like he's definitely a comedian like he's a comedian that does memes like you can just tell you can just tell um and everything that I've seen that he's included us in and we've we've talked about and stuff um has been absolutely hilarious. Obviously the stuff that he does with, with Donnell is hilarious as well. Um but I just think he's one of the sweetest human beings that I've ever seen. Um with his oh, nice. family photos and stuff like that. It's just so sweet. Um and I think if if you follow him on Instagram, you'll see the whole of him. You'll see loads of different facets of, of who he is. And you can see that he's a really good dude, a good dad, and a really good comedian. Yeah, and I I agree with you completely. It's it's almost like, you know, comedians always have a skewed sense of reality, and that's definitely something he has. Is he he looks at this I can watch the same thing he watches and he sees it on a whole different level. And I know that he's working so closely with Donnell, they're putting out quality content. So follow both of those guys on Instagram. If you're not all already following Donnell Rollins, that's crazy because everyone loves Ashy Larry for sure. <laughs> um, and then we've got Michael Sherman Design, not also not a very uh, active member of the chat, but always putting out great content. Always putting out great content. The, the thing is, is about the chat is you don't have to be that active in it. No. Um, as as long as, well, as long as you're in it, you're in it. You know, we're not gonna ever like be like, oh, because you don't speak or because you do like you're still putting the content out there. You're still an artist. There's still a reason why you were there in the first place, you know? Mm. Um, and he's just not, maybe not the type of guy to get involved in our inhumane ramblings that we get on in, in the message group, you know? Good point, <laughs> but always putting out quality content. Exactly. Super, super good dude when he does jump in for sure. Um, and rounding that out, we've got um, Creative Ape. Well, which one's that again? Is that the one that's a monster? I think that might be him. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. It could be. Good grief. He's another one where it's like, no matter what he puts out, it's going think, to blow our minds every time. Yeah, I think w- with everyone, we've all got our own little talents and, and angles that we come at things from. And I've noticed he chimes in, whenever he chimes in on a group, it's very choice. And it's always hilarious whenever he chimes in. Um, and I think that kind of, reflects his work of how choice he is with his work and and how he seems to be quite good at curating his own his own instagram page in a way that 
is interesting to other artists, not, not just the people that appreciate art. For sure. And, and I first saw him around Sober October, and he put out that uh, Bert one, Bert standing on the scale, and that, oh man, so solid. Um, we're going to go on to Powerful Joe Rogan, Monster Account. Obviously, yes. the biggest count, account of the CCC. Yes. Um, he just, he does Joe a service that I don't know whether so Joe knows about or not. I, I obviously don't, I'm looking to pry into their relationship, but from what it looks like from the outside, he does, his work does a lot to further the Joe Rogan podcast and be a good little um not yeah i wouldn't even say it's a clip account really because it's you've got memes on there as well you've got different content that he puts up um and he just edits them together so well so i would say he's like rather than a clip account he's more of a like an a podcast curator. editor yeah like a he's yeah like, curator of content yeah yeah totally and i mean if you want to know if you want to see what's the latest happenings on joe rogan you just go over to powerful joe rogan and you're going to see it's a clip of it it's it's going to have every bit of it and it's so prolific he's pu- putting out content non-stop and it's it's so shareable you're seeing it on other people's accounts i, I mean people i follow share it i shared one of his videos i think i got like he, 40 he puts up he puts up more content than i do it's yeah it's crazy blows my mind it's insane like i was saying i i put up one of his videos shared it he got 45,000 views the first day because it's just it's so shareable of course it was alex jones you need to get to his account. Go to Powerful Joe Rogan. Follow him on Instagram. Just You'll see for yourself. It's it's high-quality stuff. Then we're going to move on to TJ of Illustrated Skills. One of the the humblest people that I've met. Like, yeah. with his, just the kind of crack that we have in the group and stuff like that. When he dives in and he puts his stuff up, you just kind of get this warm feeling whenever you see something that, you, that he's drawn. It's, it's like... The way he does stuff, it's like, it's sometimes it's not realistic, but it feels realistic. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, he's he's managed to capture something in his drawings that even if you were to take a photo, you wouldn't capture. It's like a little bit of personality from whoever he draws or something like that. You sense something more. Like, I don't even know. I can't go any deeper than what you just said. You you nailed it. Is that he he puts his heart into those drawings, and when he shows them to us, all of us show him as much love as we can because he's such a good dude then next one on the list is swindle shopped the photoshopper slash i mean i don't want to say right let's let's put it this way so when you see a normal photoshop you see maybe you'll think oh that's from that photo and that's from that photo but then when you see something that he's done you don't see that. You see a whole new piece. He creates a new piece, a new filter, like uh, just the way he does, uses filters, the way he uses color, the way he uses um, the types of photos that he uses in his in his photos. He creates a whole different thing than a photograph. So it's not a photograph. It's not a doctored photograph. It's a piece of art in itself. Um, and you can tell that as soon as you go on his Instagram and you'll see the style that he's got. It's unique. I don't see anyone else doing that style. Um, and you can tell that he takes his time with them and that he's good at it, which is important. <laughs> yeah. And you, like you said, I, 
as I'm scrolling through my feed, I go, there's Swindle. You can see it immediately. You, yeah. you, but you pick it out and it's always good. Last, but most definitely not least, someone that was just today on the Where I Belong podcast, we've got Andrew Baxter of Bleach Media. B to the A to the X to the T, E to the R, that's him. Okay, okay, I, I see it. Um, I mean, what can you say about him in the limited amount of time that I'm giving myself? Bleach Media Official is um, what Arnold Schwarzenegger was to bodybuilding. Do you see what I'm saying? He is what Arnold Schwarzenegger was to bodybuilding. He is to Instagram, basically. So he's brought his own way of editing videos, and he he does those bobblehead ones, and I love them. But I just think the way he is editing, even if those bobbleheads weren't in there, because that does make them fun and it is cool and, and it changes the, the narrative of the piece. But just the way he edits videos, that's what, as someone who's a little bit uh, technically obsessed, I think that he's a really good editor, editor in that way. It's not just the, the bobblehead things, but obviously the bobblehead things are amazing. And they're, they're also, like you were saying before, very shareable. Um, yeah. And he gets so much love, and he deserves more than he gets. Um, and he does; it, it just smashes it every time. This, I, I don't think there's one that I could watch that that I would turn off. Um, I have to watch it at least three times, you know. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. It go, it go around. <laughs> oh, for sure. His his account's like a slam dunk contest. It's just like nothing but good stuff. You're going to be entertained. Everything you click on is going to entertain you for sure. And he's doing. Oh, watch where I belong podcast to find out exactly what he's doing. Awesome. So I guess that's it for thank yous this week. And with that, that's it for algorithms. We just wanted you to know that we see you and we love you. And um, we're so excited for you to come along with us on this journey. So see, see, see you later. See, see, see you later, everyone. Getting ready to type Don't wanna pull a muscle Gotta comment a couple Yeah, they do it every night Every night Makes normal people wonder Maybe they were struck by thunder It's revolting Always got colored hair And they hope for balding Oh no, they're evolving Used to live under bridges Now they're photoshopping Headshots, they go and crop them You might be the next to be a meme and that's their deep within a game of creamy sheets They made the mistake of collecting DVDs Now they never sleep, just change the name that's seen on screen Liking down to earth with Chris Rocket the Apollo They don't get no laughs, that's a hard pill to swallow I'm a hard dick to follow, y'all not full throttle Maybe you should try for going all in tomorrow huh. 